In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with my good buddy, Robin. How are hey. you? I'm great, Sandra. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I have been through the, like, emotional work, financial, spiritual, emotional <laughs> cheese grater this weekend, but I have come out <laughs> solid and better than ever. Oh, woo I I got to say, it's, I've missed you. It seems like ages since we've had a chance to chat and catch up. So here we are. We can uh, We can at least hear each other's voices again. I did. I fell off the face of the earth. I mean, between stuff that was going on with my company, stuff yep. that broke around the house, stuff with the kids. Yeah. I, oh, I can't even tell you, Robin, there was so much. Well, doesn't it always happen? I mean, if it's going to happen with a little bit, it's going to just flood us. So I'm, I'm hoping that you got through it all and that this is a better week. You have to, and that isn't that what Rosh Hashanah is all about? You sort of put away yeah, happy what new is Happy New Year. Happy, happy New Year. year. You yeah. put away all, you give you give up all that was a burden or all that's unnecessary. Wait, no, 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 that's Yom Kippur. I'm going oh. to buzz in for, the, for the, the, the person who has two half-Jewish children. Yes, um, I have to make sure I get them right. But isn't yeah, that Rosh Hashanah is the New Year. Yeah. That is past. But coming up, I think it's Thursday or Friday, yeah. is Yom Kippur. Yeah. Okay. And Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. I'll atone for what I did this weekend next week. <laughs> well, there we go. You're just a little bit early, and you're just getting ready for the new. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, But, yeah, no, it was a really busy week. A lot of military stuff for me, a lot of uh, things happening uh, with the, the country, a lot, just a lot of things going on with respect to, you know, the day-in and day-out stuff that we, we deal with on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. We're busy out here, too. I mean, we're starting to see some blushes in the trees. So I think everybody scurries at this time of year knowing that um, we're just just before winter, and we have that sort of inner feeling of having to prepare. It's, well, it's kind of funny. Absolutely. Especially, I think, we come up on Thanksgiving because, you know, it's like that time between Thanksgiving and kind of after New Year's. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's so busy for everybody. I mean, I know we do our big Toys for Tots. We raise 1,500 toys to 2,000 toys for Toys for Tots in December. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, Thanksgiving. We have Hanukkah. We have Christmas. You know, when we have New Year's, all this 
stuff that we have to do. And I really think that people start to push heavy in like mid-September through August to mid-November to get a lot of work done. I know I do. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And yeah, because I'm pretty much in that Christmas coma for like <laughs> just even real realtors. I mean, this is a busy time in that they've got to. They know winter's coming. People don't want to move in the winter time, so no, and people of, don't want to move during the holidays either. That's right. They want to be settled in their home so that they can celebrate the holidays in their new home. So I think it is busy just in general, and that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. You know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, we've got to move forward, and that's the only way we're going to get out of this recession. That's the only way we're going to, you know, one of the things that I had to do, Robin, and I encourage all my clients to do, which is very funny considering we run a talk radio show, um, <laughs> I tell them to stop reading the newspapers, stop watching the news. You know, it's okay to watch uplifting stuff, to try to go on the Internet and look for things that are right. more uplifting, like Military Mom Talk Radio and Mother right. Talk Radio. Um, but is, when you buy into this stuff, that that the economy's doing poorly, everybody's doing poorly, and you know, and granted, there's now three foreclosures on my street, which is very distressing for me to walk oh, by and see. Yeah. Um, you know, as I hang on to my house, but I can't go there. You know, and yeah. I won't get up every day and work really hard if I don't believe I can make money. If I don't believe I can keep my company going. If I don't believe I can be a single mom. Mm-hmm. The minute I stop believing that I can do these things, I'm dead in the water. Yes. Yes. And um, honestly, watching some of the news, watching some of the, you know, the economic reports, I produce, my company produces economic reports for clients that I'm just going to say out loud, I don't read. Mm-hmm. Because I scan them, I proof them, I purposely try to read them word by word so mm-hmm. that I don't get any more negative input because it's too hard. It is. It is. And I think we do need to find the, the things in our own part of the world, in our own spectrum, our own little radius that is enriching our part of the world. We can't fix the world on a global level. We individually cannot fix everything. But what we can do is impact the the little part that we are in. So if we're able to do that for our little center and you do it in your little center and somebody else does it in their center, um, hopefully that's going to transcend into better areas all around for everybody. I I know we're we're very much a, a small community, but we really do try to make differences where we can. And that that's what we need to be doing. Well, and you make differences all the time, Robin. Aren't you like Girl Scout of the Year or Volunteer of the Year? Or what are you? I know you're something famous. I've been, yeah, I have been. Right now, my um, heart is, of course, always with the Girl Scouts, but right now our community is starting a, a community kitchen, which is a little more than just a soup kitchen. We want to bring a free meal once a month to many people, regardless of financial need. Maybe it's a need of the heart. And this is something that our church has begun, but it is not just for our people of our particular faith or maybe not even having a belief at all. This is an open door to anybody in our particular community. And this is something that we're very passionate to make sure happens. So 
Yeah, well, I, I, I love that, Rob. Meals of the heart. Can we just chew on this, no pun intended, for oh, a while? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I think of, like, you know, like when my mom died, you know, um, God bless Rick. You know, Rick who comes on, Rick Swanson, our segment producer. He comes home, comes over, sorry, to my home with these, like, little bag of greasy tacos. And, you know, I was so <laughs> thankful because, you know, they were jack-in-the-box tacos, like two yep. for 99 cents. It wasn't the fact that they were expensive or not expensive. It wasn't the fact that they were, you know, tacos, whether, you know, I could kind of live or die, whether I have a taco, it doesn't really matter. But it was a meal of the heart. That's right. And, That's you know, right. sure, I can buy my own taco, especially at two for 99 cents, right, Doris? <laughs> <laughs> but that right. meal of the heart, like of the heart, is just, I think, one of the most important things you said on today's broadcast so far, of mm-hmm. the heart being just because, not because you want to convert somebody, not because you want to hit them in the head with a Bible or a right. Torah or a Quran or whatever right. the other books are, the Bhagavad Gita. It's just one person helping another person a meal of the heart. And that was just beautiful. Well, that's exactly what our mission is. We we are not trying to produce a sermon. In fact, it was funny. Our minister brought our youth group to New York to start to work in a, a soup kitchen there, right in downtown New York City. And he said the poor guys would come in and they had to sit there and listen to the minister for 20 minutes before they could eat. And he says, we're not doing that. I can tell you right now we're not doing that. That's (laughs) a good thing. We're just inviting people to come and maybe it's just to sit and have a cup of coffee with a neighbor or maybe it's because this might be one of the few complete uh, meals that this family might have. And uh, right now we're starting out small. We can only do once a month until we get rolling but we're working on on expanding that so and we'd love this to be a model for other community uh, uh, portions maybe other churches or other civic groups might be able to model it and do it a different night of the week so um but hopefully everybody gets the message that you know what a neighbor is here to help and that's what we're doing Oh, that's so great. Well, we have a Doris here. Yeah, Yeah. we've got Doris here. Doris has got two two items of interest today for us on the show. So we're going to bring her on now for item interest, Military Mom Minute number one, and then we'll bring her back after the break to bring up her second segment. Good. All right, over to you, Doris. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Robin. Hi, Doris. Okay, uh, to all our military mothers out there, here is news you can use. Now, remember a couple weeks ago I reported about an auction with the Wounded Warriors and the O'Reilly Fox News Group? Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, that poster with the signature of the five living presidents that was being auctioned off? Well, the auction ended, and um, it was uh, the winner was a great patriot named Mark Perlman, whose winning bid was $60,000 for the auction. Wow. For the poster, yeah, $60,000. I saw him, an uh, interesting-looking guy. But, Is uh, he cute? No. Oh. <laughs> but, but he's a great patriot from, I think, Texas. Yeah, so. with a big wallet. So thank yes. you, Mr. Perlman. <laughs> and on top of that, remember, you could get a copy of the poster for $25, Okay, well, $135,000 came in at the $25 level. Wow. Yeah, so the total auction for that particular uh, auction, the total was $195,000 that goes all to the Wounded Warriors Foundation. 
That is awesome, Doris. That is such a great, uplifting piece of information. Yeah, I mean, think about that. Just... In this economy where everybody's struggling and everybody's pinching every penny they can, $200,000 goes to Wounded Warriors Program. Yep, yep. We good, love them. Good job, Bill awesome. O'Reilly and the Wounded Warriors Foundation. And all Thank those you. people that cost up 25 bucks, man, that's a lot. That's, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of people. Yep, yep. yep. For a copy. Yeah, for a copy. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Military Mom Talk Radio along with Robin Boyd. We have our News You Can Use reporter, uh, Beat on the Street, uh, Doris Rivas Brecky. When we come back from the break, we have Miss Jula Jane, and I know I'm going to blow that name. I'm, I'm legendary for how I ruin people's names on the air. But I want you guys to check us out at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com. Check us out on iTunes, on Military Mom Talk Radio. And when we come back from the break, it's Jula Jane. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, the Parents' Plate is here to help you. The Parents' Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginat. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what the Parents' Plate does. The Parents' Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child-rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents' Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents' Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Duswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help us out, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Tugginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it 
It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with my fall leaf buddy. I'm so jealous, Robin. <laughs> do you remember I'll a couple send years ago? I'll pictures. I always do. <laughs> you do. Robin sends me the most beautiful pictures of New Hampshire's fall foliage, and in return, I send the picture of the one crappy little maple tree that manages to thrive at three feet tall in the high desert, and it's, what did we have, like, I think we had, like, three leaves last year, and one of them, like, was brown and crinkly on the edges with a spot of gold. Oh, but you know what? You have all of that beautiful desert kind of weather all winter long, so you always send me warmth whenever I need it. That's true, and I was in Ventura on Ventura Beach this weekend with a very fine naval commander who was showing me the sights, and we got to enjoy the Pacific Ocean and just beautiful, beautiful skies and weather. So, But I'll tell you, I will take the fall foliage over any other place on the planet because I just think it's one of the most beautiful things that nature has to give us. You know what you need to do when you come out here? Bring me some sand from the Pacific, and then you and I can go out to the shore here, and we'll have sand from the east, and we'll have both shores, and we'll always have both shores with us. Wouldn't that be great? And then we can also confuse scientists like a thousand years from now going, how did this happen? (laughs) All right, well, we're going to go back over to uh, Doris, um, our roving reporter on the street, because she has one more item of business, and then we're going to bring on Miss Jula Jane and some really, really cool stuff that uh, she's doing. Hi, guys. Uh, Thank you again. Um, I just hate to bring this up, but you already did anyway. The holidays are coming, and uh, this is a new story about the holidays. So uh, here we go, but uh, I want to promote this because the person behind this story is a great patriot, and her name is Robin Schmidt, and she is also known as the Sky Angel. And the first time I heard about her was on ABC World News in 2009. And she was being uh, acknowledged as the person of the week for the work she does for the military people as a flight attendant for Delta Airlines. And back then she would pass journals and cards around to the passengers to write little notes to our soldiers fighting overseas. And then she would, yeah, and then she would ship the journals and notes to various units overseas. Anyway, uh, her work became a big hit, and now she spends all her time creating projects that bring a little back-home joy to our soldiers overseas. So uh, at Christmas time, she goes all out, and this year her project is called Mail Call for Our Our Heroes. And her goal is to raise $4,000 for AT&T calling cards, plus Christmas trees with decorations and care packages. And she also wants to collect a minimum of 2,000 individual cards, letters, and notes so that every service member that she supports will have a piece of mail to open over the holidays. And uh, if anybody would like to help Robin, our Sky Angel, you can go to alwayssupportourheroes.com. That's alwayssupportourheroes.com. And, Sandra, maybe we can post this on Military Mom Talk Radio so people can uh, see the story. Sure we can. Sure we can. That was always supportourheroes.com. Yes. And she's the one that's doing the mail call? Yes. 
Okay, I'm going to put out my own mail call, but it's different because I'm a single mom with two kids who need braces and uh, summer camp. So any of the males out there that want to call in, that would be my kind of mail call. (laughs) Sandra. Sandra, I know. I know. (laughs) Oh, Robin, what are we going to do with me? I don't know. Love you, I guess. Just love you. <laughs> you hear that in her voice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Doris, that's All right. really interesting. So huh? I say, Doris. I was saying to Doris, that is so interesting. Talk about utilizing a captive audience on an airplane. <laughs> what else? I know. I know. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's such great ideas. Just such great ideas. And that's one of the things that our guest today, Miss Julia Jane, brings to the plate. You know, we we don't often get. Um, really powerful women outside of the traditional military community on our show. And today we've got our um, Jula Jane, which i got to tell you, I looked up her name. It's a Polish name, um, oh. the name Jula. And so, because at first I thought it was a typo, and then I was like, I'm not going to ruin this name. I'm going to learn how to spell it correctly. <laughs> so without much further ado, uh, Jula, are you on the line with us? Hi there. Yes, I'm here. Hey, welcome. welcome to the show. Thank you. So, and you did a great job with my name. I'm named after my great grandmother, Jula Jane. You pronounced it perfectly. Did, and it was is she Polish, your grandmother? No, English. 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 So it's an English and a Polish name because the derivative that I looked up online said it was was a the Polish version of Julia. Oh, it, it could very well be. I, I haven't met anybody in America with the name, but uh, surprisingly, there's a lot of Bosnians that have that name. So Interesting. Knows? Well, it's oh, a cool it's name. I just think it's so Thanks. cool. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Miss Jula Jane, before we get into Operation G.I. Jane and some of the other things um, that sure. you are participating in. Well, I am a defense contractor based in... The United States, primarily in Atlanta and D.C., but um, myself, my partner, and our staff is all over the world. In fact, we were in Afghanistan. Um, I was there personally about a year or so ago. My team just came back this month, actually. They just finished deploying a major project all over 37 forward operating bases. So we're pretty much in and around everything that has to do with the military, And in doing so, we come in contact with a lot of deployed single women, deployed single mothers, and that's basically how Operation G.I. Jane was formed, just through finding a need and wanting to fill it. Well, and as the radio show's host, resident single mother of two kids, I applaud you because we need all the help we can get. And, you know, when you think of deployment and you think of serving in the military as a single mom of kids, uh, my heart and my hat goes out to the women who serve in this capacity and our single dads, too, because there's quite a few single dads um, out there serving as well. But let's talk about Operation G.I. Jane. Um, we, what does it do? Okay, we uh, Operation GI Jane is 100% dedicated to supporting deployed single mothers in the United States military. So basically, when a woman comes into our program, we we try and really find out what her greatest need is and meet it in all aspects. And it's not just women in a crucial need, but it's also satisfying whatever need they might have to keep the bond strong with their children. You know, I try and explain it to people. Imagine you're patriotic, you're serving your country, and now you're deployed for 12 months. 
sometimes longer. And you have young children at home, and you're a single mom. Often, hopefully, the family care plan comes into play and everything goes well, but you're still separated. Now, there are a lot of times where the family care plan falls apart, even at the last minute. So Operation G.I. Jane, basically we have five main programs that helps keep the mother-child bond strong, and beyond that, we try and help in any way we can. So we're not only doing fundraising so that the charity can support financially how we need to, but also partnering with companies and organizations worldwide. Uh, I, I can give you a fun example. There was this mm-hmm. woman who uh, came through my office. We train about 50 military folks every week. Uh, my company, Cognizant International, does. And they come from all over the world. And there was a deployed single mother in our training program. And her instructor brought her into my office, and we chatted for the longest time. And she has been on – she was about to do her fourth deployment. So she's a career military professional, strong woman, really intelligent, well-spoken, really wonderful woman. And she was telling me about her children. She has two daughters who are probably young teens by now. And every time she's deployed, they go live with their godparents. And one thing that moved me that I didn't really think about, you know, you know pretty much help that people need. Mm -hmm. But one thing I didn't consider was her daughter, uh, she's an African-American girl and needs her hair done every two weeks. So, but they can't afford it, and the godparents yeah. can't afford it either. So this is just a fun little thing that Operation G.I. Jane can do. They, we're going to step in, contact the hair salons in her immediate area, tell them about her, and, you know, next thing you know, she'll have her hair done twice a month just like she needs, and that hair salon will have a little bit of PR. So it's a win-win. So Operation G.I. Jane isn't just about raising money and putting that money to work. It's about networking. Wow. And how would people find you, military women find you? Do you find them or do they seek you out? I'm sure. I know on your website you quote some statistics saying that the Pentagon reports more than 155,000 women have served in Iraq and Afghanistan, and among their ranks there are more than 16,000 single mothers. That's, as you say, unprecedented. So are you finding these uh, out, this phenomenal number of, of people, or are they seeking you out in droves? Well, it's a little bit of both. Um, we have a huge launch party planned for Saturday, October 29th. We're calling Halloween Hoorah, and we have about it. 500 people coming, and we hope to raise around 100000 that night. And beyond just raising the money, it's creating more awareness. So uh, a lot of the media is involved. I've even heard talk of the Today Show, CNN, all the big players Mm. might be coming into play. We have a – it's going to be an over-the-top party with a special ops team rappelling from the top of a hotel adjacent to us with IEDs going off, music. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's fun. We're bringing in a lot of military brass and – you know, the socialites and the charity circuit, the people who love to come and bid on silent auction items and, you know, put know. I want to go. Go. <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's a military-themed party. Everybody's decked out. You know, so the underlying message, though, is, of course, Operation G.I. Jane, which benefits yeah. directly from that event. So it's things like certain events every throughout the year, as well as reaching out to the family, family readiness divisions on different bases. Mm. So we're actively trying to create awareness, and we're also having people knock on our door. 
Oh, which Jula. is perfect. I, we want to hear a little bit more about this after the break. I'm talking with Jula Jane today from Operation GI Jane. This is Military Mom Talk Radio. And after the break, more with Jula about her event in October, as well as all of the wonderful things she does all year long. Back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. The Way of the Toddler with hosts Lita and Lori Hamilton is a show unlike any other parenting program you've ever heard. Zen Masters in Diapers? Yes. Join us Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central here on Toginet as we celebrate parenthood as a spiritual path for a journey to inner peace. With thought-provoking and spiritually compelling guests, each week Lita and Lori will explore how our children help us with the lessons we came here to learn, adding deeper meaning to our lives and relationships while giving you valuable gems to add to your unique parenting toolkit. Check out the website, thewayofthetoddler.com. With great humor and honesty, Lita and Lori will demonstrate how inner peace is possible even when surrounded by poopy divers and piles of laundry, and what we can learn from the innate wisdom and natural spirituality of our Zen masters and diapers. It's The Way of the Toddler with Lita and Lori Hamilton, Tuesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central, here on toginet.com. Fertility is an extremely personal subject. Tune in Monday nights at 9, 8 Central for the Fertility Forum with infertility psychotherapist and expert Phyllis Martin on toginet.com. This is the show about infertility, gaining support, and information. Phyllis will assist you in navigating the disappointments and decisions that often accompany the difficult journey from diagnosis to conception, pregnancy to parenthood. She is passionate about her work and is an expert in the donor egg field, bringing both her personal and professional experience to all she does. Ms. Martin has extensive experience in helping patients cope with infertility, pregnancy loss, adoption, surrogacy, miscarriage, pregnancy termination, and creative family building. She knows what you're going through, and she's here to help. It's the Fertility Forum with your host, Phyllis Martin, Monday nights at 9, 8 Central, on toginet.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra, and I'm here with Robin and Doris, and we have just one of the most outstanding guests that we've had on in a long time today. Her name is Jula Jane, and she is part of Operation GI Jane, and they have this great party coming up, a fundraiser for single moms in the military. It's called the Halloween Hoorah, and um, yes, you can get tickets online at the site, which is OperationGIJane.com. You can go dance the night away. There'll be celebrities. Judges, you get to dress up as your favorite wartime hero, politician, or pinup girl. Ah, I um, love it. I, I love know. It. I would so love it. I would so love to go to this. Um, 
Jill, but, can you know, we make sure, is it operation-gijane.org? Is that what's correct? That one's correct, as well as operation-gijane.com. Oh, I wonderful. Both. Good. Because I was on one site and Sandra quoted another, so I wanted yep. to make sure we get all the URLs out there. Well, and there's just so many great things on this site, Jula. I mean, you've got this planes, trains, and automobiles, the personal shopper, healing hearts and minds, you know, um, helping single mom veterans transitioning from military service to a civilian career. I mean, this is not an easy deal. This is not just your typical let's sell, a, a you know, a sticker and give some women a few things. This is a big deal. Thank you. It's very important to us. Our mission ultimately is to... Keep the mother-child bond strong, and we feel those five programs are crucial to doing that. Um, the first one, Project OpenCom, we were lucky enough to partner with a company called PGI who basically has a new product called iMeet. It's uh, Skype on steroids. Coolest thing ever. Uh, you can The children can post their artwork from school, their tests, um, and the mom and the child interact with a URL, and they can enter that room online at any time, and it also notifies you in case you're not sitting at your computer. And they, they share information. It's real time. They're looking right at each other, talking. The fun thing is picture on a holiday when all the family comes together and she's deployed, let's say, in Afghanistan. Her whole family's together, her children. The child gets a text message saying, Mom's in your room. Aww. Everybody goes back to the computer, and right there on the screen is Mom. She can watch them unwrap presents, eat the you know family dinner. It's really just very cool. So they're giving every deployed single mom a membership to iMeet, which is normally $70 a month, so that's quite a gift. Um, so that's Project OpenCom, one aspect of it. Of course, there's other things providing calling. So now, hold on, Julia, before you roll on into the next one. For for our single moms that are listening today that might want to be part of Project OpenCom, how do they do that? It's really simple. They can either email or call us. So Jane at operation-gijane.org or our main number is 404-389-1460. That's all they have to do, call and tell us a little bit about themselves and, you know, who. basically our criteria is deployed single moms in the U.S. military. Okay. So if you're a deployed you that mom in the U.S. military, you can also go to militarymomtalkradio.com and we'll post that information on our site for you. Oh, fantastic. So then the other, another program, of, like you mentioned, planes, trains, and automobiles. So there's a lot of instances where a deployed single mom will be given a little bit of R&R, and she's sent back to her base. But let's say her base is in Georgia, but her children are living with their godparents in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. She may, may have the time off, but she may not have the money to fly them to her or her to them. So that's a big hardship. I mean, who wants to spend two weeks back home and you can't see your children? Oh, so yeah. we want to step in. It depends on the week, but go ahead. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, help them somehow bring them together. Plane, train, automobile, however we can make it happen. We want to make that happen. Or I've heard an instance where somebody came out of military service, finally found a job, but it was in another state, and her children were in yet another state. And so she moved, got the job, but she couldn't afford to bring her children back to her. So there, there's a lot of cases like that where we really, we need to remain open. You know, we can't foresee every need that there is going to be, but we want them to be able to come to us, explain the situation, and if we have the funding, great. If we don't have the funding, we're going to pound the pavement to find a partner who will help make that happen. 
With this kind of a program, how much advance notice do you need if if all of a sudden someone gets a leave? Um, can they call you and have this turn around fairly quickly, or do you really need a couple of months in advance? Well, the goal is to be able to turn it around quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's why the fundraising effort is so important. So long as we have the funds in-house, we can make that decision right away and make it happen. If we don't, what might take a little more time is making phone calls and pounding on doors, saying, here's the situation, help us. Wow. And we're pretty persuasive. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that anybody listening to your story is certainly going to want to be be on board with this. This is just an amazing program uh, or series of programs, and this is just uh, an incredible gift. What about your fundraising? Where are you getting a lot of corporate support, or are you really person to person to person to person with some of some donations? Well, there is some corporate support. Um, my company ultimately is a platinum sponsor, if you will. It is my entire mission of everyone who works for Coggins International is this is our corporate charity, if you will. We put everything we have into supporting Operation GI Jane, and by doing that, a lot of the companies we do business with are following suit, and then it just gets bigger from there. I I think it's important to do at least one major fundraising event per year and then multiple smaller events with Mm -hmm. a lot of media attention. That's why I have special ops teams hanging off the side of buildings and things like that is to get enough people moved to action and involved and excited about it. You know, you you can only do so much with words, but when you really get somebody feeling it and butterflies and goosebumps, that's when they reach into their pockets, if you will, and and share the wealth. Wow. You put it so gracefully. Whenever I do fundraising for a lot of the charities that my company works for, I'm always like, if you make them cry, they'll write a check. (laughs) Exactly. That's true. (laughs) Sandra just gets right down there and just tells it like it is. (laughs) Well, but, you know, it's, it's like when you cut to the chase on this stuff, it's like, you know, charities don't exist. They're not a charity, you know, by, you know, the big charity fairy. It's like people have to open up their wallets and they need to donate, and we can see by the Wounded Warriors um, exercise with that poster, you know, uh, $25 times whatever, 100 people or 100,000 people, whatever it was, you know, adds up to a lot of money, and then you have these big, giant hearts like Jula Jane and the entire team over here at Military Mom Talk Radio um, that open their hearts and their wallets and fund these charitable endeavors, and you know, and it, it can't be matched, and, and there's no way to say thank you, Jula, for what you do for these single moms. Um, and I know you don't do it for the thanks, but on behalf of everybody here at Military Mom Talk Radio and the women that listen to our show and write in, uh, thank you for honoring the single mothers in the military because that's something that I haven't, I haven't come across. I think you guys are the only ones that do that. I think so, yeah. I saw, you know, I saw and, a really big need for it. And thank you very much. You're very kind. I, I have a theory. I think if everybody in the world just took five minutes or five dollars and did something for some cause that meant something to them, what a world we would be in. You know, wow. so this one happens to move me and my whole team to action. So we're lucky, you know, to be able to do something. We're very excited about it. Mm. 
In the few minutes before the break, I think we should plug your company a little bit, Coggins International. What um, what kind of a firm is Coggins International? We have a 40-year history in fuels automation and systems integration. Basically, wherever the fuel goes, we go. So with the military, a lot of us have a funny little thing we like to say for the pilots, what would a pilot be without fuel? A pedestrian. <laughs> so we're <laughs> out there and everywhere. Wow, I have a, I have a, somebody I'm going to say that to next week on your behalf because there's nothing I like to do more than post the military. And I think we have a lot of closed fighter pilots who we adore and we keep in the sky <laughs> with the wow. fighter pilot. Uh, so, so basically, we're not. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was just going to say, so this is where your connection came. You're you're actually providing fuel for a lot of the the military right, you're a contract, contractor, so therefore, right? yeah. Right, we're a defense contractor, so the Defense Logistics Agency is our number one customer. We're also in commercial aviation. Basically, anything that touches fuel touches fuel's automation. Uh, I'll give you just a quick basic example. Um, Picture a major jumbo jet airline, you know, touching down at an airport. Uh, A cart or a truck comes out to refuel the aircraft. In the past, he would be given a fuel ticket a piece of paper that they write down the fuel accountability on it. Mm-hmm. With what we're doing, fuels automation, it all becomes a handheld computer, everything's automated, so there's a lot less room for error all the way around. So we're doing that not just commercial aviation but throughout the military. I think uh, the product's in 700 military bases across the world. So you can see how we touch a lot of the military in just doing that we really have seen the need. Plus, my whole company is primarily ex-military. Wow. So they wow. know firsthand the need. I even, oh, quick story, and cut me off if you need to. About a minute and a half. Yeah, we're at about a minute and a half. Okay. Um, I have a previously deployed single mother who works for me as an instructor. She lost custody of her daughter while she was deployed in Iraq because she was deemed an unfit mother. Oh, no. Because she was only because she was deployed. Yeah. Right. What? That does happen Every a lot. one of us, I'm sure the cackles on the back of our necks just went up hearing that. Really? <laughs> we have a lot yeah. more to talk about with G.I. Jane and um, our our beautiful guest, Jula Jane, from Coggins International. Um, you can find more information at OperationGIJane.com or it's operation hyphen. GIJane.org. Um, you will be able to find a lot more on www.militarymomtalkradio.com because we're certainly going to be posting a lot more information and links to Jula's websites and a lot more about her information. Definitely check out our website and you can check the show page here on Toganet. You're also able to download our podcasts from iTunes and we want you to check us out on Facebook. Yes, we're there as well. So uh, on the other side of the break, we'll have a little more with um, Jula Jane, and here come the tunes. We'll be back in a moment. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. 
Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. In the healthcare industry today, most of us are left in the dark when our doctors talk to us about our health and wellness. It seems that they don't have enough time to be informative and give us the options we deserve. Are you frustrated with today's medical advice as I am? Join the Medical Insider with Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell as they discuss the insider look at various therapies, medications, supplements, and much, much more. We will bring you the cutting-edge information regarding your health care and how you can take control of your health care decisions by not being fooled but being informed. Danny Walker and Dr. Richard Powell will be joined by experts in various fields throughout the healthcare industry, and they'll uncover the information that you should know about when it comes time to making those crucial decisions. Don't be fooled. Be informed with the Medical Insider every Wednesday at 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Robin Boyd and Doris Rivas Brecky, and our guest today from OperationGIJane.com is Jula Jane, and um, gosh, we've covered so much stuff today. Uh, Doris, you had a comment about um, about a military, and um, sorry, about the woman losing her custody while on deployment. Yeah, I mean, I listened to so many uh news things because of my uh, uh, news that you can use, and I've never heard that situation you guys were talking about where kids are taken from parents while they're deployed. I mean, what's that all about? Jula? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's gut-wrenching is what it is. I I think 31 states have now made it to where that can't happen, but that still leaves the remaining states that allow that, including the state we're in, Georgia. Um, I, I couldn't believe it when I was hearing her story. You know, she tried everything she could do to get back to hire an attorney. Her ex, soon-to-be ex or ex at the time was, you know, kind of playing fast and loose with paperwork, so it was difficult for her. And all said and done, she did everything in her power she could do and lost custody simply because she was deployed, deemed unfit because she's deployed serving our country. I have a real problem with that. <laughs> The term yeah, unfit, I think, illegal. 
Yeah, the term unfit, I think, is what's the most di- disturbing. Now, was this <laughs> just a temporary a country, determination? But not fit to raise your child. Right. Yeah, really. Was this a temporary determination or? No. Oh, no. Her, her daughter is about to turn 18, and it's been an ongoing saga for them, even just trying to get visitation because, you know, the ex isn't the greatest person in the world, and he's made it quite difficult for them. So it oh, is it's incredible. So well, that's, that's, you know, hmm? go ahead. Well, I've been through custody issues, and it's distressing. It's, it's so unbelievably soul-crushing. I can't imagine trying to fight a custody battle while I'm fighting, you know, while I'm serving overseas. I mean, that's just, you talk about unreasonable stress and just completely unreasonable. We're going to put a call out to the states that have not complied with making it possible, making it impossible to seek custody and de- be deemed unfit to raise a child while raising, um, you know, while serving your country, we're going to put the call out to those states that don't comply and serve our military families uh, because that's just, that's unconscionable. Yeah, I can't imagine anything worse, like you said, fighting for your country and fighting for custody of your own child. Wow. This might uh, bring up to the program from your organization called Healing Hearts and Minds. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. That one is basically to provide healing therapy with licensed therapists before, during, and after deployment. Um, I had a story from a wonderful woman named Arnise who was about to deploy and um, actually, I spoke to her after her deployment, after she came back, but she said before she was deploying, she and her daughter could have used therapy more than any other time. It was so traumatic on them, not knowing what to expect. And, you know, so we really, in that case, again, it comes to funding and also partnering. If the first thing, if somebody came to us with a need, we would try and partner with somebody in their city so that they could have free therapy. If that if we can't make that happen, then we would try and put the funding into place so that they could get the help they need. And um, there again, is this something that you, do you have a long waiting list for these kinds of supports? Or you know, it's unique because this group of people is so new. There isn't a lot of help out there. So, like we spoke about a minute ago, Operation GI Jane is, I think, the only charitable organization dedicated solely to deployed single mothers. So we have a smaller group of people we're trying to help, which is still a large number. So right now, uh, there isn't necessarily a waiting list. It just really depends on where she, where in the world she is or her children are and how we can then connect in that small location with the right person. Wow. Now, do you have one office solely that covers the whole country, or do you have satellite locations where you have representatives all over the country to reach out into unique areas? Operation GI Jane is headquartered within my other company, Coggins International's headquarters. We provide this space um, as a service, and but our reach is worldwide. So we have, it's really nice. People email and call in all the time wanting to volunteer. And it's not, we have such a unique organization. It's not like you can come in necessarily, you know, and full clothes or box something and it cut and dry. But volunteers can come into the program and make phone calls. Again, like if we're looking for a therapist or a hair salon or a dentist in 
you know, Toledo. They can then call from home or wherever in the world they happen to be or email and do the legwork for us. So there's a huge need for volunteers in that way. So that makes the reach basically worldwide. Right, right. Gosh. So if I want to ask we do. Oh, I want to ask because you know me, I'm all about the uplift. Um, But... Can you give us some success stories? Like, what are some of the like your either your aha moments or your like, wow, this is this is why I do what I do, or this is why I push so hard to get everybody to volunteer towards this organization. What are some of your success stories? Well, one thing that's really fun. So, in putting together Halloween Hoorah and getting the special ops team to rappel down the side of the Grand Hyatt Hotel in Atlanta. Uh, the entire team of managers at that hotel had planned to go off-site on October 27th and build bicycles for children. In dealing with us and hearing about our cause, they came to me the next day and said, we had a meeting, we decided there's nobody we'd rather give all of these bicycles to than the children of deployed single moms. So that's where I get the little goosebumps and tears in my eyes and think, wow, it's, it's that simple. It's all about awareness. The more people know about us and the need, the easier and quicker, you know, it is that we can get things like that. So now I'm having the fun of putting the word out that I have an amount of bicycles to give to the children of deployed single moms. How fun is that? That is super cool. And it's amazing how, you know, I've seen it firsthand how, you know, charities can work with other charities. Like uh, a couple of the charities that I work with, um, the United States Marine Corps has supported Children Uniting Nations, which is a uh, program that supports homeless and foster care kids. And they've Mm -hmm. come together with this most excellent synergy because the Marine Corps has lots of labor and they raise you know, lots of toys, and they need toys or product is what we call it, and they have lots of labor. Well, Children Uniting Nations, you know, it's basically a bunch of rich women getting together in Beverly Hills to help poor kids, and they have lots of stuff. But, you know, God bless them. They're not going to get out in their Gucci shoes and their Ferragamo handbags and, you know, put up tent poles and do security (laughs) details. So, you know, it's possible for you to take two charities and put them together because the Toys for Tots has lots of labor and the Children Uniting Nations had lots of products. In fact, they had something like 1,500 Barbie dolls one year and 2,000 Target dogs left over. So you trade. The Marines will come in, provide security detail, we'll put up tent poles, flip hamburgers, you know, do all these things for their big main event, and in return, the overages for their gift bags and swag bags goes to the Marine Corps. So any of you listening out there today that know of two charities that could be an assistance to each other, sometimes what people have left over, like in our case for Children United Nations, we ran into issues of where to store these toys for next year. And so we saw the need of you don't need to storm you give them to the marines the marines will come in and help and flip your burgers and um during your fundraisers i mean it's really fun when you open your mind to the possibility of how we can all work together and volunteer what we have all right That's i was really, really guys into submission <laughs> <laughs> But I think what it's about is giving, you know, and, Jula, on your website, I see this. It's about not only giving money. Money is good. Open your wallet or I'll make you cry. 
Um, <laughs> but it's important for you to give of your time and your talents as well. I mean, if you have unlimited phone and you can call Toledo and you have an hour to give, that can be as valuable or more valuable than somebody who writes like me a $10 check because it's all I can afford to give right now. We can we can give a lot of different things and we can give of our talents. I see you, Robin, you do this a lot. How many things have you designed, Robin, in your career as a graphic artist pro bono? I, I guess I can't even, I can't even count. I mean, when I think of the years we've worked together, and, and uh, my company provides not only technical support for charities, but it does provide uh, pro bono business coaching so that they follow the business protocols that help them run like a business, stay in business even though they're a charity. Uh, between the two of us, I can't even begin to make a list of all the different organizations we've assisted, much less on Military Mom Talk Radio. Yeah, yeah. And we do that because we love all of you out there. <laughs> That's what we do. And we make a difference. And, and, you know, what are the odds that, you know, three people, me, Rick, and Robin, would put our heads together with the support of TogiNet of our home station um, to make this radio show that's been on the air almost two years and is just going gangbusters. It's available in, whatever, 13 different countries now, Rob? Absolutely. Something like that. Yeah. You know, and it was all just based on an idea. It was. Oh, we have to say thank you to Jula. This has been such an amazing hour. Um, Sandra, you give her, give us all of the stats here because we, we've had an incredible hour. We have had an incredible hour. Our guest today was Jula Jane of Operation GI Jane, and I'm going to ask you guys to not only show her your support, but show the support by offering your time and your talents and put together, if you can, a couple charities to make a difference with each other. Uh, we want to thank Doris Rivas Brecky for her military moments, because we had two of them today. Moments. <laughs> moments. And what was the TV show, Bill O'Reilly? Yes, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, we're going to say News. a shout-out to Bill O'Reilly at Fox News. But we kind of make fun of him sometimes. We make fun of Fox a lot. But thank you for raising $200,000 or thereabouts for Wounded Warriors. We've had them on our show before, and they're a lot of fun. Right. My name is Sandra Beck with Robin Boyd and Doris Rivas Brecky. Want to thank you. Enjoy the fall foliage, or if you're in Southern California, try to find a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we can do. 